The Christmas season brings about great joy, eggnog, gifts, Christmas carols, and the occasional holiday romp. Ho, ho, ho! So, put on your ugliest Christmas sweater, pour yourself some eggnog, and get ready for the 12 interviews of Christmas. Folks, welcome to the 12 interviews of Christmas. Our guest today is a frequent guest of the show because he's on the top of his game. He's just a great American. We love having him. He's a former state senator in Colorado. He is in charge of the committee to defeat the president, something we're all praying for this holiday season. He's Ted Harvey, and he joins us right now. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, we're we're glad to have you. It's it's uh, we're we're a little bit festive, as you can tell over here. Um, it's a little bit harder each Christmas to get excited with with where we are as a country. Um, but I'm still doing it. We still got to do it. And uh, we're definitely doing it here. So we appreciate you taking time out of this crazy season to spend some time with us. And I want to talk about some serious stuff. We will. But I got to ask first, and actually, I would say this is a serious question, Ted. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, geez. Home Alone, probably. It's um, a classic. It's That's classic. That's our first Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's our first Home Alone. It is our first Home Alone answer in the 12 interviews of Christmas. And I'm kind of surprised because it's a classic. Now, here's a thought on that real quick. The McAllister parents would go to jail these days for that, right? Like, you know... Back then, the response, I think, was pretty on point. Call the police. Like, ah, whatever. He'll be fine. Um, but today, I think that, if, especially if they were conservative parents, you'd probably end up in jail if you left With, your kid. Without a doubt, the FBI would be tearing down their front door. Yeah, 100%. And then we don't get the shenanigans from, from Marv and, and the, the, the wet bandits. Um, okay, so... We, we took over the house. We talked to you, you know, on, on foreign domestic, not on my, my main show, but we talked to you on election night. Um, and there were some good things that happened that night. There were some bad things that happened. But we took over the house, albeit brief, you know, not briefly, albeit, you know, it, by a smaller margin than we had all hoped for. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, wh what do we get from that over these next two years? Well, first and foremost, it stops the radical leftist agenda from moving forward. Um, I, I, it's a huge win for America. Um, and I think it, it sets the table for future wins moving forward. And, you know, I've done a lot of research on this since that, uh, since that election night. And if you look at the last 14 sessions of Congress, the Republicans have been in control 10 of the last 14. So um, it's been a long-term um, dominance of the Republican Party. So it, there's not an opportunity for a huge red, red wave. It's more, you know, a red tide. And um, the only time that the Democrats had a huge uh, wave election for them was after two years of the Mueller scam investigation right. where they knew for a fact that there was no Russia collusion, but the Democrats and the mainstream media and social media and the FBI and the CIA and the intelligence communities of the world were doing everything they could to put a cloud over Trump and the Republicans. And that's when the Democrats had a huge win in, in 2018. 
But since then, even when Trump lost in 2020, the Republicans still picked up seats in the House, which is the first time in a presidential election since 2004. And then here we have another pickup uh, of seats in the House, which took back the majority. So, you know, I think that's positive looking forward, especially going into 2024 when we do have a presidential election. So, you know, I'm encouraged, but last night's election in Georgia was um, not um, helpful. Yeah, no, certainly not. I mean, it, it would have been, you know, tough. We ultimately with the, the VP pick would have been losing there anyways, but it's it's more the everything else that that went into it and everything else that came out of it that's that's more depressing about it you know as it pertains to Georgia in that particular race and the fact that by the way Raphael Warnock is among the most if not the most radical senator um that we've got now it's 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 a startling and terrifying thing for our country but you're right on the house i mean it was a big win we can stop damn near everything for the next 2 years which is great and everyone needs to celebrate that I think the other question people have about us having that majority back is what gets accomplished? Obviously, the left's not going to accomplish things. You talk about the Mueller investigation. You talk about all these things that happened over the course of the last, you know, call it four to six years. We're being promised investigations. I have my doubts that any of those really go anywhere. Am I being pessimistic about that? Um, no. Um, but I would also say one more good thing that came out of the election is that those folks that won were very, very strong America first candidates. So the, the caucus is probably going to be the most conservative caucus in the House that we've seen in our lifetimes, which is a great thing. And I think that's why you see them holding McCarthy's feet to the fire about how he's going to move forward as Speaker of the House to be able to get the votes necessary to um, actually be Speaker. So. I think that they are pushing for investigations. They are pushing for to find out exactly what happened with the FBI interfering in the 2020 elections. And you can't have the government of the United States interfering in a, the election of a, you know, the president, the most powerful person in the world. And that happened. It's undeniable that that happened. It happened in 2016. It happened in the uh, Mueller investigation going into the 2018 midterms, and it went it took it took place in the 2020 elections. And that was our government. That's the FBI and the Justice Department. And that's what I want the um, the Jim Jordan House Judiciary Committee to be looking into more than anything is that. All the other stuff, the Hunter Biden laptop, yeah, that's important. The ability for China to be able to be blackmailing the Biden family and the president of the United States, yes, that's one thing. But I really want to get down to what was our government doing to interfere in our ability to choose our president of the United States. And people need to go to jail for the interference that happened. 100% they do. I mean, that that is what the laws say. That is what the rules and regulations of said organizations say. And and I think if, if anything, you know, my anticipation is that it doesn't necessarily, you know, get to the point where we might want a, an investigation to go. But you can't, you, they can, and they're going to try. The mainstream media will try and block this and hide this to the best of their ability. But if this becomes an investigation and they pursue that in particular, here's what your government has been doing to make sure that your vote really doesn't matter at all. Hopefully we can make up some, some, you know, change some lines, wake up some people because we are, we're adding some great candidates. You brought up, you know, the America first candidates who got in. I agree. The caucus is getting stronger. We're chipping away 
at the old establishment types and making it more the party that it needs to be. It's going to take time. But we also need Americans to wake up in the process and understand, because I, I use the example all the time. I have lots of people close to me, including some family members who are on our team, but they're not paying attention enough. And, and if you were to tell them that the government did all this stuff, they'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. But they did. And we need people to understand that this is reality. This is what's happening in America today. You bet. It's undeniable. And, and I think that, you know, all of the, the media hubbub that's going on right now over Elon Musk releasing the Hunter Biden emails that are going back and forth between the Twitter team, um, I think that's a distraction. What, that, that's old news. We knew that that was the case. We lived it. We, we saw it on a daily basis. My pack was being um, censored by Twitter. What I want to see, the emails that I want to see is the emails going back and forth between the FBI and the Justice Department and Twitter and Facebook. I want to see those um, emails because that is the government interfering in my free speech and censoring my free speech. And that in and of itself is a violation of my First Amendment rights. And that's where we can start to drill down on exactly who did this, who authorized this, and, and who needs to be held accountable for it, and who needs to go to jail. And until we get to that point, there's going to be 80 million Americans across this country that do not trust their government, much less their elections. They don't, they're not going to trust their government, the Republicans in the House, and the um, judicial system, if they're not going to be holding their government accountable for the corruption at the very top of the most important law enforcement agencies in the in the world, and that is the FBI and the CIA and the and the judicial department and the Justice Department. Yeah, no, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And now I'm going to pivot and give you a curveball. It's Christmas time. You've got to get Elizabeth Warren a present. What are you getting her? Oh man! <laughs> and I don't, Ted. I don't know what I would get her. It doesn't have to be nice, by the way. It can you know, be a naughty gift. I, I have something that I want to say, but ninety-nine percent of your uh, listeners probably won't follow it. But um, there, there is an important uh, Securities and Exchange Commission uh, lawsuit going on right now that she has been uh, covering for the entire time, and I would love to give her an SEC chair that actually understands what the law of the United States is. And um, that would be beneficial for all Americans across the country. So I know that's probably out there that most people don't understand what I'm talking about, but um, she needs to understand as one of the leaders of the um, banking committee and the, the SEC that uh, there's a lot of corruption going on in that side of the government as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love it. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an answer that we need, a gift that we need, and, and it, it's educational at the same time. What's better than that? Uh, okay, favorite Christmas song? Uh, Mary, Did You Know. Mary, Did You Know. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, hey, listen, we're going to let you go because it's Christmas time. We just appreciate you spending some time here. But before you do, what's the best way for people to help the committee to defeat the president, help getting the right people into office for conservatives and pushing this country down the right track? Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. And the, the best way is go to our website at stopjoe.com, Committee to Defeat the President. We are the ones that are actually out there working our butts off to get America First candidates elected across the country. We did everything we could to get Ted Budd elected. We put a ton of money into Herschel Walker's race. 
I would say we were probably more effective than the RNC or the Senate uh, committees. So um, when Herschel Walker's getting outspent two to one, um, we need to have a look at who's getting our money, our donations, and who's being most effective. So if you want to help out probably the most effective group out there, I would encourage you to go to our website, our PAC, and help us out. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media outlets at defeat underscore uh, Joe and uh, help us uh, take back our country from the radical left that's out there. Absolutely. It's imperative that we do. Uh, but for now, let's enjoy some time with family and friends at Christmas. Ted, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for all that you do. Folks, go check that out. And we hope uh, that you have a great Christmas and a happy new year, Ted. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. God bless. Have a Merry Christmas. All right. You too. All right, for the rest of you folks, we hope you enjoyed this 12 interview of uh, this interview installment, I should say, in the 12 interviews of Christmas. We appreciate you being here. We got more. We got more coming. So have a great day. We will see you soon. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.